Well, another National Taco Day has come and gone. Time to put my National Taco Day decorations away down in the basement. Yeah, let's see here. Here's my box. Okay. Oh, what's this? Oh my gosh. It's the original script for the very first episode of Taco the Town, which was recorded three years ago this week. That means it's been three years since we started this journey on Taco the Town, eating all the tacos in the town. Wow, what, a, what an amazing last year it's been. Guys, that means this is our third anniversary of Taco the Town. Let's look back on the last year of shows, shall we? It's time for the Taco the Town third anniversary special. about doing Taco the Town is all of the amazing taco-loving Kansas Cityans that we get to talk to here on Taco the Town. Like Carrie Stoll, traffic and entertainment reporter at Fox 4, when we had her on the Soul Cantina episode of Taco the Town, she did an amazing job on the taco speed round portion of the show. In fact, I think she got a perfect score on the taco speed round. Okay, this is a speed round. Okay. Just tell, tell me yay or nay on these. These are okay. yay or nay questions. These are different taco types. I just want to know yay or nay on them. Taco pizza. Yay. Taco salad. Yay. Taco burgers. Yay. Taco dogs. Yay. Dogs dressed as tacos. Yay. <laughs> Breakfast tacos. Yay. Taquitos. Yay. Walking tacos. Yay. Miniature tiny tacos. Yay. Choco tacos. Oh, those are the best. You're doing real good at this. <laughs> tacos with a shell made out of a fried chicken breast. A naked chicken chalupa. That is one thing I've never had. I'm going to still say yay because I'm sure it's delicious, but I've never had it. Now they have a cheddar cheese shell chalupa at Taco Bell. Does that sound good too? Yes. You're doing probably the best anyone's ever done on this. Uh, tacos <laughs> with a shell made out of a fried egg. Is that a thing? Taco Bell used to have it as a breakfast Really? Taco. Okay. I've never had that either. I'm going to say yay because okay. I like breakfast. All right. Last one. Tacos served with nacho fries, nacho cheese and uh, French fries. Yes. Yay. Yeah. Yay. That's a perfect score. Ding, 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 ding. Yes, perfect score. All yays. That might be the first or second time that's ever happened. So you're down for tacos is what you're trying Basically, to say. Basically, if you say taco, I'm going <laughs> to say yay. And recently we sat down with KCTV5 sports anchor Breland Moore we talked about tacos. We had sushi tacos at Komototo Sushi Burrito. And we also quizzed Breland on Scrapple, 
one of her East Philadelphia foods, and she told us all about Scrapple. So I got to know, I looked up some Eastern Pennsylvanian foods that I'd never heard of before. Yeah. I want to run these by you guys. Brady, I want to know if you've ever heard of some of these. Um, I know you you have, Breland. Okay, so first off, what's Scrapple? Don't ask that. <laughs> it's a breakfast meat similar to sausage. Don't ask what it is. You just eat it and enjoy it and don't ask questions. I learned I, that really early on in life. <laughs> I saw a picture of it and it, I could not place what it was. <laughs> yeah, you don't ask. You just eat it and enjoy the taste and just never ask what's inside it. It says here it's Pork leftovers. Yes. Wow. Yep. And you leave it at that. (laughs) (laughs) Pork leftovers, cornmeal formed into a block-shaped loaf. Yeah. It's Mm. like a. It's like a sausage type. I feel like it's maybe it's okay. <laughs> best to eat like uh, at a tailgate, maybe. Right? No. No? Breakfast. I felt you like it was like at an Eagle's and I'm drinking and I'll eat a block of leftover pork. Oh, uh, no. No? I don't know. I'm eat trying a tray, to, a I'm tray try, of scrapple. I'm trying to figure out the context. <laughs> it's just, you know, you get your eggs and, you know. Your scrapple. Your, your scrapple. It's like your meat, your breakfast meat. It's an amazing name. I love though. it. And what about the time when we sat down with 41 Action News traffic anchor Deja Jones? She also hosts One Tank Trips on 41 Action News. And she told us about the time recently when she uh, swam with sharks. So we're exploring this awesome place, 4D, whatever. And then it's time for the shark dive, which, you know, their people told me and my people, like, this is what you're going to do. And I'm like, all right, why not? I've been skydiving before. I'm an adventurous person. I love trying new things in every capacity. And so they get us in a wetsuit. That was awkward. Then we get into the water. (laughs) That was cold. And now I'm nervous because like, you know, at first you got your adrenaline, but then you actually get into the water and it's this baby cage. Then you're like, you look at it and you're like, oh, this is good. Like it's, it's a big cage. It's fine. It's not that big of a cage. And there's not much room between you and the sharks and the fish and the, is it groupers? Gropers? I always say it wrong. Groupers. Groupers. I say Gropers every time. Literally, it's so bad. I said it in the actual editing version of the package and was going over it with uh, with Greg, my fiance, and he's like, who's, what? Groupers? What what are you talking about? So, groper, I don't know. That's another one that trips me up. Thank goodness that's not a traffic thing because who knows what would come out. Um, So so I'm getting in the water, and then they put this, like, 75-pound helmet on me. But it weighs 11 pounds or so in the water, so it kind of weighs you down and helps you float to the bottom of the cage. So you're like, in the experience. And they've got a GoPro attached to like every part of my body. And you handled yourself. You you seem pretty cool in there. You didn't freak out really. So you, you, you know what? Pretty, uh, at I ease. was I was very much so at ease. I felt completely safe. Um, there was one shark that kept eyeing me though. And I was like, mm, I'm not gonna take this as a threat. I'm gonna take this as he has a little baby crush on me. So he kept swimming by me and I was like, what's good? You wanna holler at me? What's good? Like, I'm gonna put out this vibe so that you don't come for me. And he was good. And he just kept coming for, 
you know, the good angles. We got him with the GoPro every time. I was like, you're my little supermodel. You have a streak with little... him on Snapchat now, right? I like, mean, you know. come on. We're friends on <laughs> you Instagram. Were saying, you were saying the penguins were, were flirting with you too, right? I don't know why I was <laughs> why we're saying all these animals are flirting with me. What kind of person? So, yeah. the pe- Okay, the pebble thing, that was another, that was a whole other story. Because, you know, that's how they mate and they bring their mates a pebble. And one of them oh. looked like he was going to, like, pick one up. Ooh, okay. I'm like, don't you already have a girl? Like, I already have a guy. What's good? So... And then I was like, you know what? Let's just tell the people about that. So, yeah, shark dive was amazing. Like I said, I've been I've been skydiving, and and I think shark diving is a very very close 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 to skydiving. Have you guys ever been skydiving? No. I've been skydiving. Have oh. not been. It's like the most sharks. surreal experience. But yeah. like shark diving was definitely something that I would recommend for literally huh. everyone. Co- and they allow cool. any age. Really? Yeah. I mean, oh. not any Ooh. age, but like ten years old is like. The age, and you have to oh, have wow. a parent, obviously. Wow. Yeah. But they said they had like ninety-year-olds do it, like ninety-year-old bucket people. list thing, maybe. Yeah. I would love Very to cool. see that happen. But yeah, it was it was absolutely a surreal experience. They were like, as far as me and this microphone, I know this is a podcast you can't like see. And, and let's be honest, these are Ozark sharks. There's no rules in the Ozarks, right? <laughs> I, mean, I, think, I think we've established that with the Lake of the Ozarks. Taken you know, right stuff. out like, of the Lake of the Ozarks. Come on. They're, they're, <laughs> They grew up at the Lake of the Ozarks. They've been going to Party Cove since they were little sharks. Yeah, they like they roll down to Springfield. The they do a show like in Branson, and here they go. Yeah, right? like no, it Branson was... sharks are the worst. Branson sharks yeah. are the worst. They play with those play little the, hats, and they play yeah. the fiddle. Yeah, and it's it's. I would like to party with those sharks. <laughs> <laughs> they sound like fun. We get to go to some amazing taco destinations here on Taco the Town. We recently hit KCK and visited a lot of taco spots there. We went to a unique taco spot there called the Colonial Club, who has an amazing taco special, and we sat down with Rebecca Boffman from Visit KCK and Katie Camlin from Plaza Liquors, and Katie had an amazing story to tell us. Yes, Katie, the accidental NFL insider who broke the news on the Patrick Mahomes contract story. Katie... I was wondering if you could tell us the amazing story, <laughs> a short, short version of your uh, when you broke the Pat Mahomes <laughs> half billion contract. Oh, my God. The world ten, is waiting. Ten year biggest sports contract in history. Tell us the story of the day you broke that story on Twitter. Oh, so it's really the story of me being impulsive and a little hungover and like anxious for the whole day. So I came into work at noon and my boss was like, hey, some Chiefs people were just here. They were looking for champagne. I think it probably means a Mahomes contract. And so we kind of just discussed it together. You know, I'm pretty active on Twitter. I had like a modest following. Um, so I just kind of like impulsively tweeted it. This was after 4th of July weekend. I was still riding out a hangover and the tweet started to get some traction. I think I just said like, you know, Chief's employee was in here buying six bottles of Dom. I think How much it, does that go for? It's like 220 something a bottle. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, oh. Yeah. Not anything that I've ever like been like, yeah, I just want some Dom. So... I kind of tweeted it and it started getting some traction and I was kind of like, oh shit, you know, I don't want to get this guy in trouble. I don't know if this would look like bad, like customer, you know, relations. I just, my, my anxious brain just started spinning. So I just deleted it after a few minutes, but then it was still gaining traction. Someone was like, they're talking about your tweet on 810. And I was like, God damn it. I just deleted it guys. And so I was getting kind of anxious. This was about like 115. And so suddenly at two o'clock, Adam Schefter broke the news and I start getting tagged in these replies. 
replies to Adam Schefter that are like, hey, actually, Katie had it first. Um, and a lot of people kind of started, that like started gaining traction. And then all of a sudden, we've got reporters at the door. We've got Kansas City Star on the phone. And my boss is like, what's oh going God. on? And I honestly, this is so embarrassing. I was just like crying because I was like, I don't know what I did. Oh. <laughs> I love that Kansas City had your back. Yeah. <laughs> I just was, I don't know. Like, I don't know if anybody else gets like hangover anxiety, but like if I feel like if I'm a little dehydrated, a little tired, like I kind of cry easier. I'm just yeah. a little more worried about. Yeah. And so I'm trying to explain to my boss while I'm on the phone with Kansas City Star. I'm like, I didn't mean to. And I don't know what's happening. And, and I was just stressed all day. And it turned out okay. Like, obviously, it was an impulsive thing for me to do. And it probably wasn't, like, the best call. But it is what it is. And, you know, it's been, a, like, a, a week or so, week and a half now. And the media's calmed down. I just decided not to do, like, a ton of media. Because I had, I mean, my Instagram and Twitter messages were like, we're from a sports show in Dallas. We're from what? a sports show here. Wow. Sports Center wanted to FaceTime with me. Why not? You I didn't just, do it? I just I would jump on that. didn't think I should, and it was during my work shift when they oh. were available, and it was beer delivery day, so it was very busy, and they were like, well, we want to FaceTime with Matthew Barry, and I was like, what? Oh, my gosh. Uh, so, well, I'm so glad you decided to come on Taco the Town and not do Sports Center. Right. Priorities. Exclusive. Priorities are straight. We also got into a fun discussion about KCK and all of the amazing and wonderful basements and dungeons secret basement and dungeons full of fun that are in KCK. Have you been to Fat Matt's Vortex? I've been to Fat Matt's. <laughs> and I've been downstairs, too, a long time ago. Now, did you experience... It's supposed to be a haunted bar. What? That's why it's called the Vortex. Yeah, I it, don't know. I might have been too drunk to see any ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> the building is a former crematorium. Whoa. So they take you to the basement and show you where... Uh, I don't think that they necessarily take you to the basement. I can't quite remember. It was, it was right after I turned 21. I can't quite remember how I got down there, but I was with friends, and there was a coffin down there. I love so, spooky shit. Yeah. Is that on the uh, KCK Haunted, the Halloween tour? Oh, Fat Matt's? so, oh, you're thinking of the Strawberry Hill. It's a Strawberry Hill. A Fat oh, Matt's is, Haunted though, yes. Strawberry yeah. Hill? Okay. Yeah, oh, the Strawberry Hill, the Halloween pub crawl. Yeah. Yes, the, Fat Matt's yeah. is on the list. Oh, yeah, Fat Matt's is always on the list. And they have a shot there. It's called the Grog. The Grog. Um, yeah. I, I think I've had that. I've I'm just remembering. Oh, I've had it a few times. And that's also kind of funny because I feel like uh, Chicago's hearing uh, Strawberry Hill has their root beer floats. That's kind of like their signature shot. And then Fat Matt's has a Grog. And then at at Brits, you have to take Schlebovitz, oh, wow. which is like a Croatian liquor. Uh, it, I'm not sure like if it goes down better than the Grog. Uh, I would say it goes down much worse than the Grog. One of my favorite KCK places is Have Guns Will Rent. Oh, have you been there? Been there. <laughs> I have not been there, but I have coworkers who have been there. And it's a costume the and looks movie on their prop faces, place. Yeah, after yeah. they got back, tells me that I really, really have oh, to go. Sounds it's awesome. it's an, an it auto out. body shop, like yeah. underneath. There's an auto body shop at the back, and then I once rented like costume and movie props there. And uh -huh. took me down to the, this dungeon. He, like, opened this <laughs> dungeon door in the auto body shop. He's like, come on down. And surprise, it's, it's like, not oh. a shop after all. And I was like, oh, my God. Uh, I'm going to go down in here, and no one's ever going to hear like, from me again. They're like, should I come down here? <laughs> But it all turned out okay. So a crematorian in the basement of a bar, yeah. and then a costume shop in the basement of an auto body shop. Lots of magical basements I love it. Yeah. in KCK. <laughs> we recorded that episode right out of quarantine, and I don't know about you, but uh, been having some really weird pandemic dreams. So we uh, we discussed some uh, quarantine dreams. Have you guys been having weird quarantine dreams? Yes. 
Yeah. What's what are some of the weird quarantine dreams you've been having? Because I've been having them myself. I've just noticed myself jolting awake yes. at night, feeling like I'm being suffocated or drowning. Oh, that's or, terrible. Right. I've I've definitely like returned to the age old like falling off a bar stool kind of jolt awake dream. I had one of those last week and I even woke up like <gasps> Um, mine are always like third person like my viewpoint is on the floor and I'm watching myself fall off a bar stool and then I wake up <laughs> when I hit the ground it's very strange and I'm sure someone could psychoanalyze that but I don't know if I what bar is it colonial I club I don't know it's I never really like it's kind of foggy but I always just see myself hit the ground and that's when I wake up you're like wait a second is this real <laughs> okay, later here. after the three shots and three beers right. it will be real and nine tacos <laughs> I ha- okay, here are the big three I've had. So my most recent one is I was eating a box of salad from Panera, which I never go to <laughs> Panera. Do they have boxes of salad at Panera? I don't know. It was mm. like a Chinese takeout box, but it was from Panera. I've had that salad. Really? Yeah. They yeah, have that. I think, I think they, they have like a little cardboard box with like a little plastic window Holy like crap. for your salad. Okay, well then here's the weird thing about it. It was filled with baby snakes. Oh. oh. What does that mean? That's upsetting. I don't know. Somebody could tell you that it means you have like mother issues or something probably. <laughs> but The other one I had, uh, I was in Oak Park Mall after dark in the 1970s as a child. And there was a huge pirate ship in there and a lazy river that ran. Instead of having, like, the sidewalk, there was a lazy river in the mall. What does that mean? Was there a Panera in the mall? No. No snakes. So was that cool or spooky? It was awesome. Okay, that seems really cool. Yeah, it was cool. (laughs) It was like a huge pirate ship in the middle of a mall. What does that mean? Man, I kind of miss malls, you know? Yeah. And the third weird one I had was I saw Huey Lewis performing on stage. Like, I want a new drug, I think he was singing. And then behind the curtain, there was me... And I was controlling Huey Lewis <laughs> like a puppet master. So whatever he said or sang was coming out of my mouth. Now, what, is, what does that mean? Uh, Are we going to find out next week that Huey Lewis is like being controlled, <laughs> you know, by the government or some kind of, you know, puppeteering device? And he opens his mouth and nothing but baby snakes come out. Oh, oh God. Oh. That would be the worst. Uh, <laughs> we also got into Taco Bell drive throughs and just some weird happenings that happened in Taco Bell drive-thrus. I told a story about something that happened to me at Taco Bell drive-thrus. And then Nick Leckie, he told a story about him and his friends and a coyote in a Taco Bell drive-thru. One of the weird encounters I have, this was during quarantine a couple months ago in the drive-thru. And it was kind of a weird time in the world. I mean, it's not like we're, we're, we're still in it yeah, right now. Yeah, it's still weird. Has not gone away. This is one of my many weird Taco Bell drive through stories. I'm sure we all have them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, this guy was in front of me, and he got out of his car, and he started swatting the building with a really long ice, his ice scraper. Okay. He started hitting the side of the building and pointing at me, and then he'd hit the side of the building. He was screaming, there's a rat climbing up the side of the building. <laughs> oh, my God. So he's trying to smash, attack a, a rat with was the ice scraper. Was he, like, calling for your help? I don't know what he was asking for, and I didn't see a rat, so maybe he was imagining a rat was climbing the building. Are you sure this wasn't a COVID dream? You know what? Uh, (laughs) Were they in the pirate ship and or Lazy River in the Oak Park Mall? He's like, there's a rat and there's a giant snake. And Huey Lewis was sitting. Then I got to the the drive-thru window, and I asked the guy, I was like, what was that guy? Did that guy tell you there was a rat climbing the building? He's like, yeah. Like, it happens every night. What is the uh, weirdest thing you guys have seen at a... In a Taco Bell drive-thru. What's the weirdest thing that's happened to you? Carly, can I ask you a lawyer question? Sure. Statue limitations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you were to put, if, if there was supposed to be like roadkill in a drive-thru window, what's that's punishable? Thrown through? 
at the person in the... It, it would be. It could be, uh, <laughs> if it if it touches you, it could be a battery, if it's an okay. intentional battery. What's the statute of limitations so on that? So statute of limitations for personal injury will depend on the state in which it happened. Texas. Uh, I don't know Texas off the top of my head. My guess is it's anywhere between two and five years. Follow up with me after this. I'll let you know. I'll look it up for you. I have a, I probably It's probably my greatest story ever, and I don't think it's the first time I've ever told it on air. <laughs> nice. So we always, like, my, my, my mom's dad would leave at home by myself for the summer before my senior year of high school and after my senior year of high school for the summer. They would go to Montana, so we'd be gone. So at my house, it would be hangout place. We never have big parties. We have like five or ten of us hanging out. And we'd always be like a bunch of dudes, right, in high school. Uh, seniors, or just graduated seniors in high school. Like, we're bored. What's up? So my buddy comes in, um, and he goes, hey, man, I, I saw a dead, uh, a dead coyote about 30 miles, ago, 30 miles away. You want me to go get it? <laughs> a dead what? Dead coyote. Coyote. But you said it with one syllable, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And um, so anyways... So we, he grabs it, right? And my buddy had like a, like a pickup truck. And we we're like, what do you want to do with it? And we we're like, I don't know. Let's go throw it in a Taco Bell drive through window. That's what my other buddy said. <laughs> so three dudes get in the back and get in this dude's single cab pickup truck. And my buddy's lying in the back next to this dead coyote. And me and my buddy are across the street at the gas station watching it. <laughs> so they order. They order. And then they pull up a little bit. And this is before drive through windows automatically or whatever. So my buddy pops up. And he grips the, the, the coyote by the scruff and the hindquarters, right, in the back of the truck. And he heaves it into the window, right? And, you know, it's, it's stiff as a board, right? So the back, the back legs hit, hit the, the bottom of, of the window, and it cartwheels in, right? And this Taco Bell, they had, like, this, you know, they had the glass dining room. So we see everybody, like, just scramble, right? Just scramble over, over the boards because we're across the street. And then they, they leave, right? My buddies leave. And me and another buddy, we go to that same, the drive-thru, because the drive-thru's on the street. And, um, you know, we, 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 we pull up, and I'm like, hey, can I, can I get a taco? And, or I'm sorry, can I get a gordita? Or chalupa, I forget which one I get. <laughs> and they're like, um, um, no. And I'm like, okay, can I get a taco? They're like, um, uh, no. I'm like, what's wrong? She goes, someone just threw a dead dog through our window. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back after this break. Eat tacos, win prizes. Let me say that again. Eat tacos, win prizes. The KCK Taco Trail offers a flavor-filled experience through more than 50 taquerias in Kansas City, Kansas. Download your free KCK Taco Trail Pass to find your way to the tastiest tacos in Kansas City. So what are you waiting for? Get started at kcktacotrail.com. Like I said, we go to some amazing restaurants here in KC. On a very special episode, we went to Waldo Thai. And I know you're saying, Thai? Waldo Thai has tacos? Yes, they do. It's one of the best taco spots in town. It's only on special occasions they have their taco night. With guests Shannon Gaines Bowman, Andrea Garcia, and Kate Hogan, we went to the taco night and had one of the best meals we've ever had here on Taco the Town. We started the episode by talking about just how amazing the tacos were and andrea was not aware that you could cuss on the show and you're telling me like as soon as they announced they were going to have the special taco night andrea and kate you you messaged me and said we got to get in there and do yeah, the show. Yeah. yeah all right and, and shannon you're telling me that these are some of the best tacos you've ever had um i think i'm the only one here at this table that's had the tacos is that right Yes. And she introduced them at one of their monthly family, you know, dinners that they have here. 
And I was actually depressed when I ate them because all of a sudden I had the thought, I have lived 50 fucking years without having this taco. And so I'm so excited you guys are here to have I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm going to say fuck too. (laughs) I cleared that ahead of time because I knew it would slip up. I didn't know we were allowed to cuss on here. And this would have completely changed the last two appearances. (laughs) You've never cussed on the show before? I don't think so. I mean, I can go back and check, but I don't think so. Third time guest, first time cusser. Do it. Do it. (laughs) Not yet. I'm going to wait until I know exactly the moment I'm going to drop my first F-bomb on this podcast and I can't wait. Okay. And we are around the corner from one of my favorite Waldo things, second best coffee with the best, I know you don't like the B word, breakfast burritos in town. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait a minute. We're not 10 minutes into the show and you've already brought up burritos? You said we could cuss. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Slam dunk. <laughs> we also discussed one of the biggest taco wars in town, in a tub versus Taco Villa. What is the best suburban taco in the town? Here's our discussion. And you were telling me that, you know, there's two two camps. There's the Taco Villa camp and the in a tub camp, and you are team in a tub. Ooh, I am. I mean, I grew up north of the river. I can't be I can't be Taco Villa if I'm if I live north right. of the river in well, Kansas City. So I grew up out south, so I always ate Taco Villa, but I always thought, why do I like it even though everything tastes stale all of the time? <laughs> but then I tried in a tub and now I am an in a tub like all <gasps> yeah. the way. Yes. It is amazing. No, also, for real. when I walked in the door, there was an old man sitting there. With, I swear to God, he must have had like 10,000 tacos just like, bah, 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 oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Lined up. Oh, and yeah. I was so proud of him. Okay, I need to know do you get yours with or without lettuce? Oh, I am without I, lettuce. I think I got without, but I can't remember. Because I think they come with so unless you ask. They do. I, because, because yeah, there's that sign that says all tacos come with lettuce on the sign inside. Yeah. Oh, I didn't pay attention because I've been going there since they were like at Metro North Mall. Yeah. So yes. um, I personally get no lettuce because I like how the powdered cheese kind of turns into just a sauce with the grease. Mm-hmm. It kind of liquefies. So I am all about the, yes. Okay. Yeah, the lettuce does disintegrate. Yes. If and it's- also tater tots. Because what goes better with tacos than tater tots? I weirdly enjoy their um, <laughs> fried mushrooms. Also. They have fried green beans now and they're delicious too. Ooh. Have you ever had the pocket burger at in a tub? I did. That was in the olden days. I'm, what is I, a pocket burger? It's like a loose meat sandwich, but not a sloppy joke because it's not red sauce, yeah. but it's more like pickle relishy. Okay. I'm just not a, I miss the pizza burger. It's like a made right. They had a pizza burger? They yeah. had a pizza burger. It sounds not like probably what it is. It was more like a tenderloin, fried tenderloin, but then it had mozzarella and pizza sauce. Oh, that sounds good. It was delicious. And Whoever's I'm still pissed char- that Aaron, Aaron Beeman, if you are listening, bring back the fucking pizza burger. Yeah. Whoever's in charge of the menu at Inatub is a culinary genius. And also, we had one of the uh, hottest dishes available at Waldo Thai. Came highly recommended. Pam's special. Super hot. And I am a wimp when it comes to hot items, but uh, I really, really enjoyed Pam's special. So the way to do Pam's special is you get a little bit of rice. A little bit of rice and then a little little scoop of Pam's special here. So I feel like the rice to spicy bit ratio should be dependent on your heat level. Can I put it in a tortilla and make it a Pam's special taco? I I mean, you could. Or do you think that's going to overdo it? 
Yeah, I was afraid they were going to run out of tacos, but I think they're doing good. I was also very stressed about them running out of tacos. Me too. Okay, here we go. I'm going to try oh this Pam special. I'm scared. Shannon, now uh, you're going to try it too? I'm, I am. Right. I've got it. He looks like he's doing okay. But I feel like he's not processing bites quick like enough. He's having to think about it, so it's I not like that it. bad. It's, it's good. really good. There uh -oh. it is. Uh oh, there it is. <laughs> it's good. It's hot. <laughs> Get you a little delayed reaction. See, I'm watching. I'm going in much more cautiously. The squid and porky bits. Yeah, Andrea, what are the ingredients to Pam's special? Uh, it has about 25 Thai chilies in it, some jalapenos, some Thai basil, squid, ground pork, calamari, pork. and ground pork, and a uh, spring onion scallion. I like it. It's hot, but I really like it. It's very flavorful. It's very good, but it is hot. I love it. <laughs> now I'm sweating. You look a little sparkly already. <laughs> I'm going to get really red. But it's very good. So I, I love think, it. like, bring a group of friends, get an extra side of rice, and, like, try it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I love it. On our Torchy's Tacos episode with Carly Duvall and Nick Leckie, we discussed a topic that comes up almost every episode here on Taco the Town. What makes... A taco. Now, there's a controversial opinion going around that everything is a taco, so even burritos are tacos. No. No. I, I don't agree with that. That's false. That's false. I can tell you as a lawyer, there's this bad <laughs> yes. lawyer joke from law school where there's like a law school exam question of, is it a sandwich? And oh. so the the you have to analyze kind of the contractual terms on, is it a sandwich? Is a hot dog a sandwich? Is a taco a sandwich? A taco is a taco. It yeah. is a category in and of itself. I, I, I feel like a taco just feels different in your hand and you know it's a taco by the feel of it in your hand. Well, it's like, like, it's like a torta, right? Torta is a sandwich. And, and, and I think anything, it should be, if you have to turn your, your head to eat it, it's a taco. It's all about the head tilt, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Head tilt and hand. <laughs> Burrito, you're, you're here. Yeah. Taco, you're here. This is a non-visual podcast, but I'm holding my hand and head in different positions. Exactly. Yeah, you have to hold the, hold the, hold the, the item. I don't know what the proper legal term is, right? Uh, ho hold exhibit A upright on the x-axis and turn your head to the y-axis <laughs> to eat the that's taco. That's pretty good. Right? I think yeah. that'll work. Right? That'll work. Yeah. I think that would work. Define a taco as, as a taco and not a sandwich. Exactly. And in a recent episode, we were joined by members of the Spellbound Dungeons and Dragons podcast recorded right here in Kansas City, and they reenacted a scene of Dungeons and Dragons adventures with some tacos thrown in. And here's a taste of what you can expect on their podcast, the Spellbound podcast. Here is a sample of what you can expect on Spellbound, the D&D uh, &D homebrew podcast. Our three adventurers come across a sunlit clearing in the mystical bog forest of Gordito. A large banquet table sits in the middle of the clearing, filled with delicious foodstuffs. There are enchiladas, chips and salsa, steaming fajitas, and a cornucopia overspilling with every taco imaginable. Suddenly, our adventurers see a purple wood gnome enter the clearing, riding a white pegasus, festooned with golden armor. The gnome shouts, Whoever can best me in battle can eat whatever food stuff they wish. But I must warn you, no one has ever defeated me. Okay, what do you okay. do? What happens now? <laughs> she says, what do you do? Okay. That's you, yeah. So Delalia has an eyebrow raised and she looks a little bit irritated. And she does have two weapon fighting, but it can't be done with a ranged weapon. How far away are we from him? 
Um, let's say that he is about uh, ten feet in the air on this white Pegasus, just ten kind feet of in the like, air. In the air, he's flying. It is a Pegasus. In our Peanut episode, executive producer Chris Garibaldi told us a tale about buffalo wing bonding at another local buffalo wing spot here in KC. So we're about to eat buffalo wings. The Peanut is super famous for its its buffalo wings. People say the best wings in KC. Chris, in Parkville, there's Owls, which is said to have classic buffalo new york style buffalo wings because they're from it's a buffalo bills bar right but and it's up by rancho grande last thanksgiving i went to Al's for the first time and ordered some buffalo wings some handsome gentlemen came up to me next to me and they were having some drinks they ordered some drinks from the bar a bunch of jägermeister shots which reminded me of my college days when scott and i facetiously and sincerely used to drink Jägermeister. And I said to the bartender, bartender, you put these gentlemen's drinks on my tab because I want to salute them for having these Jägermeister shots. Well, turns out these were Al's sons and they were picking up wings and drinks to take back to Al so they could watch the Buffalo football game with their dad. So, so they did not need you buying their drinks. Well, kudos <laughs> if there's if you were ever to, to pull like a, a baller move like that. Why not with the owner's sons? And then when I left, the guy came up with like a uh, 16 ounce glass of Jägermeister. Ew. He was like, "The boys bought this for you." Oh. Oh, nice. So, uh, did you wing, have the wings? The wings were great. I like your superhero moment where you're like, bartender. Put these gentlemen's drinks at night. I love, I love to buy drinks for a stray gentleman. Chris, uh, at the last Sun Eaters show a right. couple weeks ago, you offered to buy everyone in the club onion rings and drinks. I did, yeah. We That's were. Awesome. Uh, I offered free onion rings for everybody in the in the in the place, and then free drinks for everybody in the place. Did anyone take you up on the onion rings? Nobody took me up on either. Also, last year on our Halloween episode of Taco the Town, executive producer Chris Garibaldi told us about his intense and paralyzing fear of dolls. Chris, you were kind of scared at that seance last episode, right? Well, was it the dolls? The, I don't like dolls. <laughs> I don't, Back to Chucky, I huh? don't do dolls. Chucky, it's actually... Yeah, but my grandma used to have, like, these porcelain dolls, like Victorian-era dolls that mm. had wooden teeth. And the glass heads. Wow. Yeah. And, like... I'm those, terrified now hearing the wooden teeth. Yeah, they had the they wooden dolls teeth. Like she, the glass head. And I used to have dreams about... So I had this, like, legendary dream that I can't forget where a doll... I ran into my mother's bedroom and said, Mom, there's a doll walking around the living room and it wants to eat me. She wouldn't listen, was adamant, go back to your room, go back to your room. And as I turned around to go back to my room, the doll walks into my bedroom, chomping its wooden teeth. Oh and she's wow, like, that's... go back in your room now. And then I walked into my room. That's when the dream ended. And ever since that point, I, I can't deal with dolls my grandma had to put a, a sheet over this doll that she prominently displayed in her home because because dolls come to life and kill people i mean that's a fact i mean we know like it gets yeah. covered up but it's true i mean there's plenty of evil dolls in the world and i did they had evil dolls at the same yeah, i don't know why the fuck anybody these, would have a doll brought three or four uh 
dolls to communicate, and, and they are like motion sensor dolls. So if there was something, a ghost in the room, it would trigger the dolls, and they went off a couple times. Can I do a quick tangent on dolls? Sure, um, yeah. Uh, obviously, you've triggered me. Um, <laughs> you my, started the story yourself. My daughter, oh, obviously, I've triggered me. My daughter had, uh, what are they called? The doll store? Oh, the American, uh, Girl, American Girl, Girl dolls. She had a bunch yeah. of American Girl dolls. And one time, my son walked down the stairs from our house with two of the American Girl dolls and their hair has been cut to ribbons. And he's like, I gave them a haircut for <laughs> sissy. And my wife was like, oh shit, because my daughter is hardcore <laughs> on my son. And my wife was like, this is not good. So she gave me, I was working in Chicago at the time. She gave me the dolls to fly to Chicago with. I'm like, you're giving me dolls to take. So I took them. And I got uh, some string. I hate dolls so much. I got some string, and I tied the string to the legs of the dolls, and I hung them from my belt, and I walked into the American Girl store. <laughs> you wouldn't hold them? As if I were a doll hunter, <laughs> and that I had just killed a couple doll pelts. And I threw them up on their, because um, they have a little hospital for dolls there. Wait, what? They do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You didn't know this. Yeah. No. There's a doll hospital in American Girl. So I walk in there with my doll pelts hanging from my belt. I slam them up on the counter and I said, please fix these dolls. And they were very disturbed <laughs> by the whole. And I did it because I have an irreverence for dolls. I, I yeah. thought everybody hated dolls. But I guess when you walk into a store that's based So on you dolls, don't even touch them. You wouldn't. Why didn't you just put them in a bag? I wanted to treat them like shit. Because dolls, <laughs> dolls are dolls are not. I mean, they they look cute, but they're there to kill us. And we, if we don't keep them down, they're coming after us. It's, isn't this kind of a chicken and an egg type situation where you you harbor these bad feelings towards the dolls, but you you treat them like hurt shit. people hurt? Is that what you're so, getting so, out so of so for? They're they're kind of you're kind of asking for it by continually treating the dolls these ways instead yeah. of trying to find like a peace offering and let me just say that the war them. has been going on for decades before I was born. I'm just a soldier in the war. But where does it stop? Where does that point? It, it's not going to be with me making friends with the doll, my friend. <laughs> I, I am just you, you don't a, I am try lost to cross in that, the war. You, you don't want to be the like uh, the Joe Lieberman of the late 90s and, and early aughts who was trying to cross the aisle. Not me. Not me. All right. I'm there to fight the dolls. <laughs> fight the dolls. You, can, you can make friends with them. Let's see how that goes. Okay. Don't come to me with your jugular spewing blood being like, Chris, you were right about those dolls because I'm not going to help you. Also in that episode, guest Nat Bloom asked me a great and disturbing taco to me question. Do you have a taco-related question taco you'd like to, to talk to me about? I, I have a haunted taco oh, question. haunted taco, Ooh. even better. All it's right. kind of, it, it's kind of grotesque. Okay. But you got to think outside the box here, okay? okay? So if you were a cannibal and you had to eat a human body part in your taco, like, what would be your favorite human body part to put into a taco, like well, they always say that like the like in that movie Alive, since we're talking movies here, they eat the butt, the butt, right? They like eat butt the cheeks? butt cheeks, right? Butt cheeks, yeah. So butt cheek, but you don't think that'd be too fatty? <laughs> a butt cheek taco, too fatty. But is it is it isn't the 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 fattiness where the flavor is, so you could spice <laughs> yeah. it the most. Yeah. You don't want the muscle. You want the marbling of the fat. You want the buttocks. That's what makes it <laughs> the delicious. The buttocks, okay. Yeah. The gluteus, yeah. Because the there's some muscle Maximus. there. What you want is like a Kardashian. You want a Kim Kardashian <laughs> buttock because it's got muscle and a lot of fat. So Are you sure it doesn't have like silicone? I'm not sure at all. I don't, 
<laughs> my wife has met Kim Kardashian, but I have I have not. I don't know her. So and and I don't think my wife has bit into her ass. So I'm not uh, sure what the consistency. So of I'm her eating my own is. body part or someone else's. Someone else's. On a recent episode, the Lights Snack Shack episode, we were joined by local sex expert and coach from Open the Doors Coaching, Kristen Thomas, who was nice enough to answer some sex questions from our listeners. I've got some letters here that were emailed to me at our Taco the Town email uh, from our listeners. Well, I told them you were going to be on the show. Awesome. So I had a couple uh, people send in some questions for you. Do you mind if I go through these? I would love that. I told them to make sure they censored some of it <laughs> and replace some of the words with words we talk about a lot here on Taco the Town. Uh-huh. So that just to give you a heads up on got that. It. Got it. Okay, here's one from Vicky. She says, my husband and I haven't gone out to eat Mexican food in two years. We used to go out to eat Mexican food all the time when we were first married. It seems like he never wants to go out to eat Mexican food anymore. <laughs> I haven't lost my desire to eat Mexican food. I really miss eating Mexican food. Any tips to get my husband in the mood to eat Mexican food again? Signed, Vicky. Well, Vicky, you know, I think my first question would be, has she actually talked to her husband and said, I really miss eating Mexican food. It was so much fun when we used to do that all the time. And I would really love to do that more often. Could we make some time soon to go eat some Mexican food or, or at least like figure out when or how we're going to go do that? Yeah. A lot of couples come at each other with, we don't have sex anymore. We don't talk. We don't go on dates. We don't do these things. And it's very accusatory. And, and it is because we're feeling frustrated with the change or the lack of something. And you've got to shift the way that you communicate about it. You have to come to your partner saying, this is what I want. How can we make it happen? Right. I mean, it's always, it's always fun to eat Mexican food. Absolutely. And, and, if, and if it doesn't work, find someone else to go eat Mexican food with and maybe. That's always an option. Yeah. Yeah. I am not someone who thinks that monogamy is the only path. I myself am in an open relationship. It's a committed relationship. We're not seeing anyone else right now because of COVID. But yeah, I, it doesn't matter to me what your relationship structure is. You get the chance to write the rules yourself these days. And yeah. if you and your partner decide that he's not interested in Mexican food, anymore and he says you can go have a date night and eat and enjoy Mexican with whomever you want go for it. Maybe he likes Thai food now. Yeah. And he never told her. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he misses Mexican food too and he's been looking for the way to tell her that too. Right. Without hurting her feelings or feeling like it's you know a lot of people avoid the talk about it because they don't want to hurt their partner's feelings or they have tried to talk about it and you know feelings bubbled up you got angry you got upset you got accusatory you got to be an adult about it you got to come at the conversation with some compassion saying i love you and i want this how can we make it happen right uh here's another one from one of our listeners this one's pretty heavy i met a woman at a Mexican swingers restaurant mm -hmm. last summer. I've never heard of one of those before. <laughs> I met a woman at a Mexican swingers restaurant last summer. We ended up really hitting it off even though we were both married. I started sending her photos of me eating enchiladas and she'd send me back pics of her making tacos. Mm -hmm. Sometimes my wife would get jealous of the pictures of the woman making tacos and other times it would get her really excited to make her own tacos. Then all of a sudden we started getting pictures texted to us of the woman's husband putting shredded cheese on his fajitas. Mm -hmm. 
I was not cool with this, but my wife was. Should I start sending pics of my wife's chips and salsa or maybe pics of us both making hand mashed guacamole thanks for the help chauncey i'm just giggling at all of the like <laughs> mexican references i love it i was heavily that censored was heavily I censored yeah. for sure but I, I think i got the gist of it so you know he he is experiencing what comes up in a lot of swinger open polyamorous relationships which is jealousy so I would encourage him to do maybe some more research, some more reading, and have some more conversations with his partner. Jealousy is not something that doesn't come up or just doesn't exist. It, it comes up. It's about how those people in those relationship structures learn to deal with it. You can let a feeling bubble up and experience it, but then logically process it to say, you know, she was not cool with this, but it was just those feelings of jealousy versus a boundary. You've also got to distinguish where's jealousy versus where's a boundary being crossed. One major milestone we celebrated in the last year was our 100th episode of Taco the Town. We rented a tour bus, a taco party bus, if you will, filled with former guests and friends of the show. It was one of the best days of everyone's life. I can feel safe in saying that for everyone. One of our guests on the Taco Party bus was former mayoral candidate Jolie Justice, and uh, she told us what she's been up to since the election. So the last time we were together, I was running for mayor of Kansas City. That's right. And I uh, rolled out my all-taco platform. (laughs) And And I was going to be the taco minister of Kansas City. And I lost the race. Oh, do you think your appearance on Taco the Town had any influence? I on actually, the you know, and, and to be clear, I mean, there, there were 12 of us in the race at the time. Right. I came in second, so that's, right. that's not bad. But, but afterwards, we did a lot of polling, and apparently there was a direct correlation. Um, my loss was caused by Taco the Town. <laughs> you know, we get that a lot. Yeah. A lot of negative. But, 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 but I want to kind of turn it around a little bit and say, thank you. I got my life back. Yay! I got my life back thanks to Taco the Town. (laughs) Also on that episode, Party Bus guest Kyle Hutchings told us an emotional pinata story from his childhood. So we have hung the pinata. What's everybody's thoughts? How annoying is that pinata, Jen? I don't know, Dave. I have a... uh, Has it stabbed you in the face yet? I have kind of a traumatic experience with, with, with pinatas here. It's bringing up some old memories. Kyle, can you tell us your childhood pinata story? So like, like most children, a pinata is, is a treat and something that you kind of look forward to. It doesn't happen often. And we had a pinata for Easter. And so leading up to 4th of July, I'm like, Mom, I want a pinata. Aunt Jody got us an Easter pinata. Let's get a pinata for 4th of July. So she gets one. And all day long, that thing is sitting in the kitchen. And you're just staring at it. Just, is it. Is it pinata time? No, it's not pinata time. We'll say, well, is it pinata time? No, it's not pinata time. What is this now? Is it pinata time? Finally, pinata time came. We line it up, and there are like eight, ten of us in the neighborhood. Little kids go first. It survives the first wave. The tension is palpable in the air. Everybody's excitement. There's a buzz going on. It hasn't been broken yet. Finally, that big swing, and it cracks in two, and absolutely nothing falls out. (laughs) Apparently, my mom didn't know you had to fill it with candy yourself. (laughs) And she had just bought it and brought it home. Oh, my God. 
That's, Ever since then, I've been a little suspect. I, it's been really hard to learn to trust again. You know, every week here on Taco the Town, we like to check the taco news stories of the week. We call it the Taco Ticker. Here are just a few Taco Ticker stories that we covered in the last year. Taco Ticker story number two. A photo of a taco bookmark from an Indiana library went viral. We all know this. Tacos make lousy bookmarks, especially for library books. That's true. But that Messy. seemingly obvious bit of knowledge didn't stop a photo of, yes, a taco and a library book from going viral this past weekend. An actual taco. Yes. Yeah. A few Saturdays back, Amanda Monson, a librarian with the LaPorte County Library in Indiana, tweeted out a pic that may whet the appetites of taco lovers while turning the stomachs of bookworms. She said the taco pic came from an actual book found in the book drop at her library in Indiana a few years back. The book was Nonsense, Songs, and Stories, illustrated by Edward Lear. Uh, Monson told the, uh, the outlet the book was donated to the library, but it wasn't put on the shelves. We're looking at a photo of it right now. It looks it's like... It's kind of pretty. It's it like, it looks pretty. like, like a it, I, I, would, I was just going to say, I would frame that. It looks like a smashed soft taco from Taco Bell. Yeah, I would frame it. It's like a flower shell. It looks I'd frame pretty. it for the salon wall. Yeah, it almost cute. looks like the author that does that caterpillar book. I was thinking it kind of looks like the moon. Yeah, the like moon. It looks like yeah. a pretty like taco moon. It's pretty. Which we can agree would be the best kind of moon. The best kind of moon, yeah. Why just cheese? Add some beans and some meat. This is kind of sad. The staff just took a photo of it and then threw the book away into the trash. So... It, but what happened to the taco? Smashed. They threw it away. I have a question since I'm new at this. Are there really taco headlines every single week? You would not believe my <gasps> taco news story inbox. Really? But you have an inbox dedicated to just taco news stories? Yeah, all the outlets send them to me. Yeah, They're you're like, on the PR wire? Yeah. Makes sense. It makes me happy. <laughs> So other bizarre bookmarks include uncashed paychecks, credit cards, $50 or $100 bills, and panty liners. Oh. You can ask any public librarian and they will have stories about the weird things that get left in books and they are returned to the library. To all my library friends, and yes, I have a few, I need to know the weirdest thing you've ever found in a book or in the library. Nothing gross, just weird. What's the strangest place you've ever hidden food? Like, I feel like the guy might have hidden the taco in the books and I'm going to eat that later. Oh my gosh, I don't want to lose this taco. So maybe he shut it in the book and forgot. One year, I think I was a sophomore in high school, I ate at the Shoney's breakfast buffet <gasps> that morning. Shoney's. I miss Shoney's. And the little tree of lollipops. Yeah, back when Shoney's was a thing. And I took one of the cinnamon toast sticks and put it in my pocket. And then when I got to my first hour social studies class, I hid it in a little closet that nobody ever opened right next to my chair. And I left it there for the entire year and kept checking in on it <laughs> just to see what it looked like. And it never really got moldy. <laughs> Well, that's terrifying. Oh. <laughs> and then, like, oh, toward, your pet. <laughs> and then towards the end of the year, I got caught looking at it during class. <laughs> and the teacher's like, "Dave, what are you looking at over there? You're, you're, you're always looking in that that closet." <laughs> and I was like, "Uh." And, and it was in front of the entire class. So then he he like everyone was really quiet, and he walked over. He's like, "Open up that closet door." Yeah. And I opened it and I think I told my friend, like, he was like, man, what do you, what do you got in that closet? And I was like, check it out. It's a little cinnamon stick. 
They didn't even get bugs? No, no bugs. And then, uh, yeah, during class, all he did was look at it, shake his head, and just go back to teaching class. So he didn't even make me take it out of the closet. Oh, great. Yeah. Taco ticker story number three. This is from Tempe, Arizona. There's a pop-up taco museum that's been touring the country. It's called Tacotopia. This is not associated with the Tacotopia Festival that was in uh, Topeka this year. It's an eight-week stop in the Tempe Marketplace from September 20th to November 24th. It's a taco museum and festival, which has a variety of interactive exhibits and over 30 spaces with larger-than-life installations. Some of the exhibits include taco-themed rooms, Riding a mechanical taco, which that's come on, the guys, dream right there. That is the dream. That's why I'm reading this article. Riding a mechanical taco sounds like something to do on National Taco Day. Jumping in a guacamole pit. Ooh! And swinging on a lime wedge. Don't dream it. I'll just send in that of guacamole. All this is creating is a bunch of fetishes. Okay, that is all this is doing. I know. Let me write this down. Shit, guacamole vat. Ta- hey, Mechanical taco ride. Taco. <laughs> for a taco ride. <laughs> <laughs> Extra double stuff. Do, do you remember the movie Urban Cowboy? Yes. And it was all built around riding the mechanical bull. Right. Can we do a modern urban cowboy with the taco? All I know is that sounds extremely so. dope with all the museums and exhibits and shit. But now I'm just picturing like. It sounds way better than it is. You go up there and it's like Jan Hooks from uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> and this is an Adobe where they make tortillas. Guacamole. Can you say tortillas? <laughs> tortillas. There's no basement at the Tacotopia. <laughs> That's exactly it. <laughs> There's a silent disco called Party Like a Guac Star. You guys have been to a silent disco? I'm just I thinking have. of that meme that's out right now where there's the guys in their backyard dancing to it's the silent disco. weird. Silent discos? I don't like them. Oh, there's an upside down taqueria. Like Stranger Tacos? Yeah. People are hanging from the ceiling. How do you eat tacos hanging from a ceiling? Like this? Without the ingredients falling out. Yeah, you, it, basically you got to turn your head you anyway. Turn your head. So you okay. don't even have to turn your head. You just sit there like, ah, eat the taco. This sounds amazing. Yeah, I it hope does. this comes to KC. Mm-hmm. I, I'm still trying to, because now I'm just imagining like traveling with them throughout and like. Do they have a taco mobile? Like the wiener mobile? Like the shenanigans like that go on behind everything. Because yeah. tacos. Let's ride the taco. Uh, well, we, we talk about like carnies in a bad sense and the traveling and I can again imagine that that crew that is put together I'm sorry just imagine I'm thinking about cleaning out the guacamole uh, yeah the guacamole hot tub that they talk where you can jump into it who wants that job well, and it just... Man, not even cleaning out... Okay, not, it's not even cleaning out the hot tub. It's cleaning out yourself, you know? Because you're going to get, like, all you're that gonna, guacamole in different nooks and crannies. And if it's that chunky shit, you're going to want to... You're going to get an onion where you don't want an onion. It's going to be there for a while. It's not a natural exfoliant. Ma- I just right. thought, Make sure you don't got any cuts or anything because you got that lime juice up in there. It says tickets are $25 for adults, $35 for VIP, $20 for students. Is I mean, it all you can eat? that's good pricing to ride at... Uh, talk mechanical taco. So what does taco. VIP consist of then is the question. <laughs> and why isn't it VIT? Like very important right, taco? V- very, yeah. very important taco. Ugh. A major taco ticker story that we discuss a lot here on the show is uh, Taco Bell removing menu items. This has been an ongoing story as the Taco Bell menu continues to decrease in size. Here's where we got into it on our South of Summit episode with John Stevens and Deja Jones. Okay, this is kind of breaking news. It's kind of sad. In August of 2020, this is going to happen. I just want to prep everyone, my listeners and you guys for this. 
It's official, guys. Taco Bell is getting rid of half their menu. What? In August. What do you wow. mean? Wow. They're making some big changes to their menu. Uh, it could mean the end of some of your favorite items. A like Taco what? Bell employee posted on Reddit about these changes. It looks like they are axing the grilled steak soft taco, the seven-layer okay burrito. I'm okay with that. The quesarito. I'm all right with that. Nachos Supreme. What? An what? old classic. Wow, that is a classic. The Beefy Fritos Burrito. Mm. Yeah. The Spicy Tostada. Yeah. Okay. Triple Layer Nachos, which were really not yeah. much. Yeah. The Spicy Potato Soft Taco. What? Cheesy Fiesta Potatoes. <gasps> Loaded Grillers, Cheesy Potato and Beefy Nacho. Now what? you're really throwing punches here. Chips and Dips and the Mini Skillet Bowls on the breakfast menu. All of their potato items are getting the axe. Axing Why? the potato items. Wow. Nobody Maybe it's a coronavirus thing. Is or coron what's up with that? I mean, is it just that, to save that money? That is or? seriously going to hinder the soaking of like twenty something alcohol hangover recovery foods. Totally. You're talking to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here like, what am I gonna have after I a know, night? I'm like, out? seriously, you axe the potatoes, you're taking like forty percent of the alcohol absorption ratio of Taco Bell out right. of it. Like, like, well, they're just getting out of the potato box. game. Oh, you can't exit the potato game. Now we got to go to Jack Idaho. Idaho is going to go nuts over <laughs> them exiting the potato game. Yeah, the changes are expected to roll out on August 13th. As if 2020 could, could not get, get worse. worse. It's just getting like, worse and go. worse, guys. Yeah. We also like to check the cheesy gordita crime blotter here on the show. These are crime stories that happen at Taco Bell. Here's one about a guy who broke into a Taco Bell, made some food, and took a nap with my guests, the Billen Brothers. Okay, so every week here on the show, we always talk about crimes that happen at Taco Bell. This uh -oh. is the segment of the show called Cheesy Gordita Crime. Cheesy Gordita Crime. <laughs> I like that. The uh, Cheesy Gordita Crime story of the week. Man cooks meal, takes nap during burglary at Gwinnett Taco Bell. I heard this. This is from Atlanta, Georgia. I heard this. Gwinnett County police are trying to find a man they said made himself a meal and took a nap during a burglary at a Taco Bell. The bizarre burglary happened Christmas morning at the fast food restaurant. What a great day to do this. That's at the sad. fast food restaurant on Sugarloaf Parkway in unincorporated Lawrenceville. <laughs> Lawrenceville, hey. When an employee arrived to open the restaurant the next day, the fryer was on and some food was left out on the counters. Surveillance footage from inside the restaurant captured the man going in through the drive-thru window about 12.15 a.m. Mm. He used the fryer to make himself a meal Santa. and Santa ate Claus, it. He doesn't baby. say what he made. I wonder what he made. It he doesn't then, matter. I respect this guy. He's he, fine. He then took a nap on the restaurant floor, probably not the best place to take a nap, uh -uh. Uh, for a su substantial amount of time. According to the incident report, the man left about three hours later after stealing a laptop and tablet. Uh, Anyone with information about the case is asked to contact. No harm, no foul. He place. earned it. I'm going to tell you fine. right now, I guarantee, just based on all the facts you He's just a shared, worker. the dude works there. Yeah, duh. None of us could know how to get in there, know how to cook, use their fryer. Yeah. I wonder how he got I will say, the though, working at Taco Bell, he probably knew they how probably to, like, just have a couple destroyed. buttons. Right? Yeah, he, he knew how to. Yeah, it was probably like, he probably did like he knew a, what to do, uh, a quesadilla and he just knew, used the he little. Somewhere, Stamper yeah. Because if you're gonna if you're gonna break in, so, in somewhere to cook, you're like choosing to break in somewhere to cook. You're gonna break in somewhere nicer to cook with nicer equipment. This dude is a Taco Bell employee. Probably I know a the guy manager, that manager. used to work at a Taco Bell, Guaranteed. and he's one of the probably no offense. He'll never hear this. He's one of the dirtiest people I've ever known. And it's I fine. used to say, hey, how, I won't even share his name. I'd say, how do you? Make I won't these, even share his name. <laughs> how do you make these burritos? He'd be like, what I do. 
is I get powder beans and I mix water powder in it beans. and I mix it together and I cook it and there's a, uh, the beans for the burrito. And I'm like, excuse me, it's just a powder? It was the no grossest way. thing I ever heard. I just, I never went back. That is so gross. I'll be swinging by Taco Bell <laughs> right after this just to try it, make sure, to see what it's like. Another favorite segment we do here on Taco of the Town is bad reviews read in a funny voice. Here are just some of the highlights from the past year. All right, Kate, who do you have there? I have George G. What's George G say? All of us had noodle dishes. The strange thing was when we ate it, it was sour at the top and sugary at the bottom. (laughs) They must not have mixed the noodles and the sauces very well as all of us had the same issue with our dish. No appetizers for lunch. Service was great, place was clean. Might try it one more time to see what happens. One thing that was a turn off (laughs) on the menu, it said we politely decline any modifications or substitutions to our dishes. Never, never, never seen that before. But they did for us due to an allergy. Really need to take that off the menu. A good chef needs to be able to change with the Ah. needs of the clients. (laughs) Two stars. Lily M of Worlds of Fun. I am Lily M and I would like talk about Worlds of Fun. Me and my friend came in our Walmart onesies and they were not costumes. Then we were freezing. On the website, it doesn't say you cannot wear a onesie. (laughs) Then we walked into the park and we saw several people with onesies on. I demand justice for all onesies, especially in 30-degree weather. One star. I've got one from Aziz. Okay, this Aziz B says, I usually don't review, but this restaurant was easily the worst experience I have had in the past year. I'm usually pretty lenient with food and service, but there were too many things that were just off about the place. First off, I'm not really sure what kind of restaurant this is. The menu has tacos and some fusion stuff, but the place was playing pop and trap music pretty loudly, like most restaurants. We ordered our waters upon setting. Who orders waters? (laughs) We ordered our waters upon setting, but we didn't get our waters for 15 minutes, even after asking our waiter three times. We shared a guacamole as an appetizer. That was interesting. That was the very first time. Don't worry, guys. I'm halfway done with this. Oh, good. Okay, keep going. It was the very first time I'd seen lettuce in guacamole. It it made skipping the guacamole horror as soon as it would fall off the chip more easily. Anyway, we got our food, and it was lackluster. That's lackluster. The biggest complaint we had was the tortillas used. They tasted like Masian tortillas from the store. On top of that, they weren't even warmed up or anything. Overall, there were just several components in the establishment that culminated into a bad experience. One star. One star. In our new segment, Random Taco Questions of the Week, I asked a question about one of the world's most famous celebrity chimpanzees. It has been revealed to me recently 
that Michael Jackson's pet chimpanzee Bubbles is still alive no. and living in Florida. No. This is... Is there a pet sidekick that you'd like to eat tacos with? A pet sidekick that I would like to eat tacos with. <laughs> I, w- I do have a pet side. I don't know if he's really a pet, but if you remember the show ALF... <laughs> Yes. I would totally yes. love to like just I would like to like just hang out with Alf and you know eat tacos and Alf like you know. to eat cats. <laughs> well guys, thanks so much for listening to the show. Sitting here in my basement looking through all these old Taco the Town scripts. It's really bringing a tear to my eye. It's been a great 3 years and here's hoping for 3 more. Thanks so much for listening to Taco the Town and I also want to extend my thanks to my crew, Matt Allen and Chris Garibaldi. And thanks to everyone who listens to the show. Remember, you keep munching, we'll keep crunching here on Taco the Town. I'd like to close our third anniversary special with some of the amazing musical performance we've been blessed with here on the show in the past year. Here are performances by guests Sun Eaters, Emily Gamble, Till Willis, and Chris Cardwell with his smash hit, Tacos on Heaven's Door. Thanks for listening to the show, everybody. And until next time, go eat some tacos! Scott Hartley and Chris Cardwell of the Sun Eaters are here. This song is about tacos. It's called Fortunate Tacos. I would like everybody on the party bus to get up and shake their ass. All right. All right. Featuring Till Willis on the harp as well. Tacos are a passion, mi amigo. Todos toppings, por favor. Give me mucho, mucho more. Put all the tacos in this place, in my face. Let's get some chips, some salsa, sangria. Don't you dare forget my margarita. Stuffed tacos in this Diablo Guapo. Tacos make an hombre mas macho. And let's go with no haste to the next taco place. Till Willis, everybody.
taco the town Grab a drink and sit your butt down As Dave and friends clown around That was awesome That was your little ditty Till Willis, ladies and gentlemen Here we go All I'm asking for Is a little taco Now and then If I work hard Shouldn't I be taken care of And get back Some of what I put in And why won't you love me Why won't you love me when will you open up your arms and be angelic? And all I'm asking for is the taco you promised yeah. to deliver. But every day the deal seems rawer as you take more. And why won't you love me? Why won't you love me? When will you open up your homes and be angelic? It doesn't have to be this complicated. It doesn't have to be. So mean. Now he's hard, but I still believe what you stood for. Could you ever believe in me again? Didn't think we were in it to tear each other down. I thought we were in it to taco win. Why won't you love me? Why won't you love me? When will you open up your arms and be angelic? Say, why won't you love me? Why won't you love me? When will you take off your clothes and tacos and let me Beautiful. Nice, man. Thank you. Really Thank you very much. Awesome. Now, did you write that while you were eating tacos? Uh, just after, just after. It helped cure the indigestion from the jalapenos. <laughs> great. I like to call this um, Tacos on Heaven's Door. Mama, take these buns from me Won't eat no burgers anymore Oh, it's getting dark, so hard to see 
feel like eating tacos on heaven's door. Door, 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 door. Talk, talk, tacos on heaven's door. There we go. Talk, talk, tacos on heaven's door. Hi, 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 hi. Talk, talk, tacos on heaven's door. We'll talk, talk, tackles on heaven's door. Mama put my buns in the ground. <laughs> oh, I can't use them anymore. <laughs> Beautiful. Lime and cilantro coming down. <laughs> I feel like tacos on heaven's door. Door, 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 door. Tac, tac, tacos on heaven's door. Tac, tac, tacos on heaven's door. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tac, tac, tacos on heaven's door. Tack, tack, tackles on heaven's door.